This week on The Good Word, we'll talk about what we might call Mission Impossible. You remember the old TV series, Each Impossible Task Given to the Agent, included the phrase, Your mission, should you decide to accept it, will be, etc., etc. The Bible is full of stories of the impossible coming to pass. This week, as we study the Annunciation to Mary about the birth of Jesus, it stands out not only that, to paraphrase, her mission, should she decide to accept it, will be, and what the angel said really was impossible, that a virgin should conceive and give birth. When she hears this, she's rightly puzzled and asks how it could be, and the angel simply says, For with God, nothing shall be impossible. But Mary was not the first to be told that the impossible was to happen in their lives. Only months before, Zacharias and his wife Elizabeth, a relative of Mary's, had had a similar experience. Zacharias was a priest, and he'd drawn the lot for a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience to enter the Holy of Holies in the temple and perform the sacrifice for the people. In chapter 1 of Luke, we hear about one of the heartaches of Zacharias and Elizabeth, that they were childless. Here's how the story unfolds. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias, and his wife was Elizabeth. And they had no children, because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard. And thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth, for he shall be great in the sight of the Lord. And Zacharias said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in years." And the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel, that stand in the presence of God, and am sent to speak unto thee, and to show thee these glad tidings. At their great age, it shouldn't surprise us that Zacharias thought the news was impossible. Who wouldn't? And yet, in spite of initial disbelief, he went home to share with Elizabeth the news. And it came to pass that as soon as the days of his ministration were accomplished, he departed to his own house. And after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived. In Romans chapter 4, the Apostle Paul writes of Abraham, who had also been promised, in this case, to be the father of many nations, and yet he and his wife Sarah had no offspring. Paul lauds the faith of Abraham, who, when he received the news that Sarah would bear a son, believed. In Romans chapter 4, Paul says, Abraham, who was the father of us all, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about an hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. In fact, in this case, it was Sarah who laughed at the thought that the two of them, at their age, could have a child. It's encouraging to me that in the case of Zacharias and of Sarah, that even despite initial surprise and doubt at the impossible-sounding news, the Lord still blessed them with the desires of their hearts, years or even decades after they had given up hope. Elder Jeffrey Holland talked about God's faithfulness to His promises, even when the time for their fulfillment may seem long overdue to us who wait upon those promises. 
Some blessings come soon. Some come late. And some don't come till heaven. But for those who embrace the gospel of Jesus Christ, they come. Of that, I personally attest. I thank my Father in heaven for his goodness, past, present, and future. Are you waiting on a miracle, a promise from the Lord to be fulfilled, perhaps on a very different timetable than you might have imagined? Does your mission, whether you've learned to accept it or not, seem impossible? It's heartening to be reminded by Mary, Zacharias and Elizabeth, Abraham and Sarah, and a host of others, that with God, in His own time, nothing shall be impossible. And that's the good word. Good word.